not all of us have the gift of believing in ourselves and empowering ourselves but we can always build it with a little bit of help well tune into this episode to find out how hey there i am ishani nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast i realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's so after failing thousand times i'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what i do the best entertain and educate through podcasting digital content creation and thought leadership on this podcast i uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them and how to build systems to sustain them and if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same then i'm up for a chat on my instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in but for now if you want to achieve your goals and build never failing systems then what are you waiting for let's get started Welcome on my first step ever to the 83 episode. There are millions and billions of people out there who are trying each day to build that confidence, to build that self-belief and achieve their goal. But before that comes the very, very, very first step. And my friends, that's not easy. So do not beat yourself up so much because on every episode, we have some special guests who have gone through those phases but have emerged victorious. and here they are to share their stories with us and today on our we have denise drinkwalter hi denise how are you i'm great it's so wonderful to be here thank you the pleasure is all mine and i think we are in for some amazing experiences amazing stories coming from your end i like to introduce you to our viewers our audience and our listeners and it's my pleasure and honor to introduce Denise is a sought-after international empowerment life coach who believes in the power of awareness, self-care, knowledge, and time. What precious, precious things that she is coaching people around in this globe. Denise has a gift and is able to combine her 31 years of award-winning teaching experience and first-hand experience as a mom of three, incredible, well-established. happy prosperous children who support the successful coaching roles she enlists now i think that is the best description that any mom can give of their children or anyone can give of their children so good job denis over there going forward i would like to say that denis takes pride in being a lifelong learner and educator and is widely known to captivate audiences with her knowledge practicality and expertise in understanding and making sense of challenges obstacles that plague every woman's life path i'm so excited that dennis is our our show today because i think empowering oneself is very very challenging but going one step ahead and empowering other people especially women is incredible so welcome dennis once again on my first step ever Before we begin any of our questions of this episode I'm always very interested to know that where does our guest speaker come from what has yeah. the childhood been like I have I have had the opportunity to grow up in an in 
incredible family. Love abounds. It still does. We lost my father in 2019, but I still feel he is with us in many regards, right? But even though I had all of the support anybody could ask for, as a youngster, I always felt that I was always falling short. I never felt I'm going to say, I'm not going to even say confident. I just didn't feel like I was worthy. And I would always look outside to what everybody else was doing. And I try to be like them so that I could have what I thought they had that I didn't. So interesting. So interesting. I have no idea where that stemmed from. What it did give me, though, was incredible determination and zest for just doing, right? So I would jump in and I would do, and I would do and do and do. And if it didn't work, I would still do something in order to make it work. So I was, I would call it relentless in my goals. I was all about goals. Goals were what made me keep doing what I was doing. And there were many times that I would fall flat on my face. And I would be like, I just pretended that never happened and I just keep going. <laughs> so I think it built the capacity to not give up, to not give in and to continue to pursue and just keep moving forward, even if they were in little steps, right? This is very interesting because Denise, I think from the very beginning, we have touched a chord over here where I would like to delve deep and ask you another question. Yes. So from the journey of trying to be someone else or to you, ma you make yourself feel like you're good enough to who you actually are, the powerful person. Uh, at that point in time, when you were trying to be someone else, I'm sure it's not easy to be someone else. How was your mental you know, state at that point in time? And how did that change from being someone else to actually being yourself? So what I was trying to do was to copy others to, to create who I was, right? So I didn't even really know who I was. And I think that is the crux, right? So I would watch others and I would want to do or have or be what they were. So I would really, my keen observation would allow me to practice what they did. And, you know, it, it, it is so interesting. And I'm going to bring up an example. And this is where it actually worked to my benefit. So on the weekends, my middle daughter, who's actually home right now before she goes to Europe. So long story short, we went to play tennis. Well, tennis is what I did growing up for years. I was a tennis instructor forever. And so I love the game, but I haven't played for quite a while. When I was younger... I literally would watch on the television Wimbledon. And I loved how a gentleman named Bjorn Borg did a double-handed backhand. It was new to the arena of tennis. And I would, I kid you not, I they didn't have replay back when I was watching, so you couldn't stop it and go back and replay. So I would just watch and watch and watch how he held his hands, how he made that double-handed backhand happen, which allowed me to create a double-handed backhand, which made my backhand shot way stronger. Wow. That benefited me, right? 
So those are the types of things that I would try. But then I would also watch people who I thought, you know, maybe they were good at school. Maybe they were good at other things. And so I would try to figure out, okay, so what are they doing? Oh, they study like crazy and they memorize everything. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to make that happen, right? Of course, I never could. But just being able to make it happen by practicing it made me feel like, you know what, I can do anything. So going through that process, I think that's what it helped me do. It made me realize I, I can do anything that I want. And when I try to cop, copy somebody else or pull other things in and make it the same, then it isn't mine. And that's where I started to learn, you know what, I can take components and pieces and I can learn, 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 which is what I love learning and that learning then assimilates into what I already know and do so that it it, be, it is me it is no longer copying somebody else in order to make myself the way I want to be I started to learn what I could do when I actually stepped in and did what I thought I wanted to do but then within the midst of doing what I was doing understanding myself in a new way and it was no longer looking outside in it was from the inside <laughs> this definitely makes sense and I was just about to say that you have very beautifully taken us through your the transition I the transition period that you went through from trying to you know be someone else or copy something that you really liked but as you realize it is not your own and then you started understanding who you were and you did the exact same thing, but in your own way. So amazing. Thanks, Dennis, for taking us through the steps and the transition. It is also important for our listeners, for our young viewers who are listening to us, that if you are in the same boat, if you're trying to, you know, be someone else because you like something about some person, which is good. But what Dennis is actually saying own up and make it your own and in your own way and to do that you need to know yourself so amazing Dennis this was such an interesting uh, discussion I would say to just begin the you know um, the chat with now going forward as we are talking all about this empowerment coach that you are I'm extremely interested to know when was the first time or it could be a very natural transition for you that you wanted to become a coach and you uh, put your step into this industry? So it's a great question. And, and it just segued from my retirement when I retired in 2018. And as you mentioned in the intro, I've been in education for 31 years in the elementary panel. And I retired out as an elementary school principal. Loved, loved my 31 years in education. I learned more about life going through and supporting others in their learning journey. And I think I've just decided that I get to continue that. I knew when I was finished in retirement, I was nowhere near being done, whatever that looks like, sounds like, feels like for me. I knew there was something inside of me that I was like, I got it. There's something missing. And I'm, because I am that who I am, I'm not just going to sit and make baby blankets. And I do that. But it wasn't all that I was going to do, right? So I decided, you know what? I can help other people. What can I help other people with? So I learned what people were needing. And so I helped fill that 
line, that void, that confusion, that isolation for women in midlife years. And one of the big things I always remembered talking to moms in my office, talking to staff, colleagues, feeling guilty about spending time on themselves instead of in their family. So if children needed, they needed hockey, they needed, you know, they needed this appointment, they needed, they always put their family first. And when they would try to put themselves first, there was such a guilt behind that. And I was like, something wrong with that. That's not okay. And yet I went through the same thing. Oh, I'll do that later. Later never happened. So I was like, no, there's got to be a different system that we can create. So that's why I saw that. I saw that. I knew that. I heard something on um, our uh, Canadian broadcast system one time on the radio on CBC where they were talking about retired parents going back into the workforce to keep money coming in so they could support their children. And that hit a nerve, a chord in me. And I was like, I don't think that benefits the parent and I don't think it benefits the child. That's my perspective. Yes, we can help out in a pinch. Yes, we have responsibility, but where does responsibility start to lie in their lives? So all of that put together, I started doing and supporting and having conversation. I also have the ability to pull in information. I'm huge in observing. So the clients I work with, we have like this, I see them through camera and I can pick up what they are saying in a deeper way. So we can dig in really fast and go, you know what, let's shift you. So I do a lot of that shifting with them about where they're thinking and I see parts they're missing and I just open up ideas through our conversation and help them see life in new ways. Incredible. I I should be very careful of what I say there. (laughs) Not at all. Just kidding. Just kidding. I am having a blast talking to you and I love someone who comes from the perspective of observing people and really, you know, helping them out with something that they themselves are not aware of about themselves. I think that's that's really an incredible gift, as you mentioned, that you have. And we are more than happy that you're here. So that is from from, you know, stepping into this industry. And I think you had such a um, what I say, like, you know, a very logical and very you had very strong reasons to move forward you saw some gaps you had some validations coming from different areas and there was a purpose there was a drive that you know made you say that you have to take this up and I I want to also emphasize one thing over here that we think that certain things are meant for certain age group and like you party hard when you're in like 20s and then you build your career when you're in 30s and 40s and then so on and so forth. But I like to uh, first congratulate you for, you know, taking up this entire new side of yours that you have or maybe kind of bringing everything out once again, which was already inside you, I would say. Inspiring so many people today who are listening, watching youngsters or people who are maybe trying to start their second innings. So just another thing that we are, you know, telling our listeners and our viewers today that you can be what you want at any age that you want to. There are no barriers. It is only in our minds. So Dennis, just from going forward from there, when you actually started putting the pieces together and building block by block your own business, 
what were the top three challenges that you faced that you would like to discuss with us? You are not going to be surprised on my first answer. I would do exactly what other successful people were doing and it wasn't working because it wasn't me, it was them. So I would do my old pattern of behavior where I would copycat and I'd be like, well, why is this not working? It's like, because you don't know all the pieces that their life journey has taken, right? So you cannot, you can only be you, right? So copycatting is not the way that I found worked. So yes, you can hire coaches, but be mindful about what the coach brings to the table for you. What is it that you are needing to learn? So you need to understand what you need to know in order to start. And there are different levels, right? As you begin, you there's certain things that you need to put into place. And then as you grow, there's certain things. And I'm still learning. That's why I love life because life is all about learning, right? So that was a challenge, copying and not really understanding, just trying to do. Every, well, everybody's talking about it on social media. You could be a six-figure earner in a month. Okay. (laughs) So be aware, right? Be aware of what it is you really want. Um, So when you're copying, don't copy just to copy. Get inside of their thinking. Connect with people that resonate with you. If you're watching somebody and really think they've got something, see how you can ask them questions. Really understand how it works. Um, Don't take everything at face value especially if you're following through social media. Um, make sh- right? Make sure that you don't get discouraged. When you get discouraged, it's a sign that there's something you get to change, right? It doesn't mean that you have to throw it all out. It's part of the growth process. So if you hit a wall, take a minute, take a break, take a bigger bird eye view and start to understand now why am I hitting this wall so little pieces along the way very rarely I believe are there overnight successes so if you are starting to create something from scratch right good things take time my father always told me forever Rome was not built in a day because I always put 200% in and I expected things to turn on a dime. So I've learned patience. I've learned to step back and go, what is working? Why is it working? And really grounding ourselves in the value of why. Why is it? What is your purpose? Why are you doing this work? Really, really great advice. Uh, And I think my favorite one out of this, because I had the same thought process, is that why things are not changing? (laughs) I have just made taken all actions. Why is nothing changing? (laughs) So exactly what you mentioned, Dennis, everything, all good things and everything that is starting from the scratch takes years and years. So thank you so much, Dennis, from, you know, taking us through your early days, your time, how you grew up, what, what were your mindset and how you came into this industry and why, especially you're helping people out. That's the most important thing. But before we say bye to you and we take your leave, I like to ask one question. In this entire journey of starting again and starting your own business of being the coach that you are, you must have had multiple clients, as you mentioned. 
do you remember any one particular such case or incident which really moved you and you saw tremendous growth from that particular client that you felt would have been very difficult for this person but they still did it because this kind of story would really help our viewers to understand that if they can then anyone can oh boy that's a tough question because there's about 20 to 30 people that pop in i'm like who do i choose and how wow. do i do this This is a very good answer I would say. Everyone listening to this, this is an amazing answer. There are so many people out there who have gone past the challenges, past the difficult phase and have done that. It's it's a great question because sometimes what I not sometimes, I'd say about 80 to 90% of the people that work with me think that this is what the struggle is that they're having and as we work together there are so many moving parts within the end goal that get to be experienced overcome readjusted that at the end of the day it's not just that one end goal but all of the pieces that they have taken to create the action and the steps to make that goal become the reality. I think that is the ultimate and that can happen and has happened multiple times when I do my one-on-ones. We set up an hour and a half conversation in which I ask a number of questions and without fail, without fail, I just love how it works. There is a shift in their thinking through the questions that we ask. So when I get on the conversation with them, they're like, "Ah, oh, this is a hard question. Where did you come up with this?" And I'm like, "It just came <laughs> through with how we do our work." So, um and within those, they're like, "Ooh, I never even thought of it." And you can just literally see them changing course and direction in terms of I don't feel stuck anymore. This is so important, right? So when they don't feel like they've hit a wall and just can't anymore, then that's when the action and the magic happens and it can happen within our first session. So to have a a one time like who what would that look like how did that happen? I have people who reach out to me who have and I tell them continue to keep your supports they have I've had people who've had psychiatrists, psychologists and counselors who work with them and they still reach out and work with me and we still make traction, we still make movement and motion forward for them. Because what I do is we give them actionable steps that make sense for where they are right now. Amazing. I think that speaks for I mean your work speaks for yourself uh, what you're doing for them and that's why they're coming back to you and one thing that my first step ever and you, your coaching business kind of agrees on is actionable steps. So we are so happy that you're here and you have given our audience and listeners some actionable steps to go back and get down to. And if I can summarize this particular episode I think I would say that do what you can with what you have and things will start flowing so thank you so much dennis are you able to leave our listeners with a quote or a saying that you really resonate with i absolutely will and it's people are like i've never heard that before and i'm like that's cuz i'm excited it. i made it up and the <laughs> it just came to me and and the quote is this the beginning part is 
do something every day. And here's the quote for yourself, by yourself, because of yourself. Awesome. Awesome. That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. I think everything is and everything starts and ends with you. If you can make it happen, things will move forward. And if you can't make it happen, nothing will move forward. So I really loved it. Thanks, Dennis. It was such an amazing uh, session uh, chatting with you, listening to your calm, but very powerful voice, impactful voice, and going through all the you know, teachings and learnings that you have that you've shared with us. If you have enjoyed this session, I'm sure you have, you can always follow and reach out to Dennis Trinkwalter on LinkedIn or maybe on Instagram. I am on Instagram and Facebook. And if you just type my name in, it's funny you said something a few minutes ago that resonated with me because that's who I am. I am my business. My business is me because I'm just being me. So yeah, denisedrinkwalter.com. If you just type my name in, you'll find me. Awesome. No drama. Simple as that. <laughs> Dennis Drinkwalter. Very simple. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis, for being on my first step ever. It was a pleasure chatting with you today. Hi, my friends. If you have reached us far today, firstly, thank you so much. It really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed. So why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes. I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating to my show and comment. Well, this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as I help you in your journey in taking the first step ever. Until next time, start believing in yourself and most importantly, keep believing in yourself.